Hello everyone, my name is Lucy. I'm Emilio. And you're listening or watching the Long Distance Podcast. The weekly podcast about relationships, the good life, happiness, and all the good stuff. <laughs> I love the way you have the hand signals there. What's up? <laughs> Hello. How are you on this fine week? Great. The weather is finally like summer, which is good. I think, was it yesterday they announced it was the first day of summer officially? Mm. So I'm very oh. happy. I'm nice. in my element. I was tanning before I started <laughs> the call with you. What were you doing? Um, I was just having lunch, preparing the podcast and reading uh, On the Good Life by Cicero. That's my book oh. of, the, of the moment. Did you uh, buy the book? Have you got it physically? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's currently below the laptop as a, uh, a stand. <laughs> but, okay, um, I'm going to steal that from you this summer. Yeah. Um, There's a few books on your book stand that I really want to read. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have a couple of them. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a very good book, very good read. And um, yeah, I was preparing the podcast for today on uh reflecting on one of the best quote i think no not the best quote of charlie munger i'm very excited a guy that i i think it's one of the wisest and i would say good man uh that i know alive i'd say um can I'm you a huge fan of him. give people a little bit of context of who charlie munger is yeah okay so charlie munger is the vis german uh, of Berkshire Hathaway um, is also Ryan Buffett's uh, best buddy. Is someone who uh, is has been very successful in his life, let's say, um, financially, but also um, mentally speaking, as a man. I think um, we could we could we could um, define him as successful because um, he doesn't care about other people's faults. He doesn't care about money. Um, like he's a man of virtue, which is something that is not very easy to um, to do in a lifetime. It's very hard to to find uh, virtues to be wise, etc. It's uh, it's something that is uh, that needs a lifetime of work. And even today, he's ninety seven. And when people ask him, uh, Mr. Charlie Munger, are you wise? He's always like. I think I have done an, an okay job, but I'm still working on it at, at 97 years old. I think it's pretty crazy to it's have humble. this kind of, um, yeah, it's a very humble guy and he's very honest, very direct. And um, the, the, the quote we're going to discuss today uh, is a reflection, let's say, of the simplicity, the honesty um, and the, wise, uh, the wiseness. Um, Wisdom. The wisdom of Charlie Munger. Um, there you go. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah. just from my perspective, he's a really cute old man and he <laughs> seems really happy. And I think yeah. we should always look at people that are older than us, that have more life experience than us, just to learn what they know and keep an open mind. Because I feel like when you're a kid and you see old people, you're like, oh, they're so old. How they like their brain must be done and over with. Yeah. Ninety like, percent yeah. <laughs> of the time, their brain is still doing good and it's doing the best it's ever done, and 
you can learn so much. I know that um, before you left, and I still do it every week, you see my grandpa, mm -hmm. and I learn so much from him yeah. every single week that I see him. Now, it's great to to find people with like 20, uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years more of experience than us and uh, have lessons to to tell or things they they wished they had uh, known before and stuff. So yeah. uh, it's a good thing to to speak with all the people. And I think uh, one of the wisdom, one of the lessons from Stoicism is that And also, also Charlie Munger is like, you want to spend time with the dead, meaning books, um, like learn from people who have have made mistakes because you can learn from them very easily instead of making them yourself. <laughs> yeah. Another reason we should look at our, the elderly is because you get people like Mozart who are child prodigies and you get people that are good at specialist stuff like They're good at music or they're good at art mm -hmm. or they're really good at maths but to find someone with true virtues and wisdom and happiness that you're right it takes a full life yeah. to learn that and so you kind of have to look at people that are maybe double mm. triple our age and take as much advice and wisdom as you can from them yeah um that's why i think uh books learning how to read which is something i don't know how to do i think um You know, we all read, like we, most people in this podcast know how to read, how to listen, uh, to read words, but we rarely take advantage of this skill throughout, through books. And I think it's something that is very important to do. Um, books are so underrated. <laughs> I just bought two from Amazon for Prime Day. Oh, really? <laughs> What did you buy? Yeah. I bought a psychology book on, I believe it's... I can't remember which ones I bought. I think I bought the one on overthinking and it's uh, a cognitive psychological book <laughs> on how to stop overthinking and just some wisdom on all of that. And then I, the second one I bought, I was watching the TV this morning, um, which I don't know, <laughs> it was just because I was waiting with the dogs mm -hmm. and there was an author who just released a book and it's on feminism and why... It, it's a better world if we have equality. So I'm really excited to read that one since it's a new release. Nice. And watching the interview, the woman had a lot to say. So I hope that this book's good. I don't know if it's a huge book, a 50-page book. Same with the other one. I just bought them. So we'll see. They'll come tomorrow probably. Nice. I'm excited. I hope they. you can find uh, good stuff in them. Um. Yeah. Also... My my favorite um, psychologist author, Daniel Kahneman. I'm really bad at pronouncing names. Don't Sorry about that. He he's the one that wrote Thinking Fast and Slow. Oh, okay. He's just published a new book, so I'm really excited to get my hands on that. The only thing is they only have the hardcover, which is like 17 pounds. So I'm going to wait until they have the paperback. <laughs> nice, good idea, saving some money. Yeah. All right. Um, mm -hmm. So. Today's quote from Charlie is, so basically for some context, there is an annual meeting for Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway uh, shareholders. And you have questions about investing, obviously, but you also have people who basically ask life questions to those two uh, 90, 90 shareholders 
people. Um, and one of them was, uh, Mr. Charlie, how do I find a good spouse? Sp spouse? Yeah. Um, spouse. Spouse. And Charlie Munger said, the best way is to deserve a good spouse. And it got me thinking, like we... Um, I know there is this concept of law of attraction and stuff like you want to attract what you what you do and stuff. Um, I would say it's partially through, true, um, but in, in, in a general sense, if you want to be surrounded by good people to have a good life, you, prob you probably want to start with yourself by being good yourself. Um, what okay. do you think about, first of all, what do you think about this quote and uh, I love the quote. I think there's, it's such a simple answer he's given, but it's one where you hear it and go, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and it will send you into like an hour of thinking about everything. I really enjoyed it. Just going um, back to the law of attraction. Yeah. That, yeah, law of attraction that um, you were speaking about. I think it is fairly true. And I don't, I don't take the stance on it, like, oh, the world is magic. And if I wish I will become a millionaire, I will become a millionaire. Mm -hmm. But I do think there's a lot of truth in it, in the sense that if you have a certain aura about you, say we're going from the job stance, so you really want a job, you've just graduated, finding a job is obviously really difficult. If you go to your interviews with the mindset, oh, this job is really out of my reach and you, you know you have a bad posture, you are not sure of yourself, of course you're not going to get it. If you go to the job interview standing up straight with your shoulders back, you sound confident and you feel confident from within, whoa, you're going to be the best candidate there. So I think um, just on that other aspect of that quote, like act like you deserve a good spouse. So before we get into the personal development, yeah, act like you deserve one yourself because a lot of people go to bed at night thinking they don't deserve love and they don't deserve happiness. But if you change your mindset on that, which is far easier said than done, it will come. I I do agree on some extent with what you've just said. However, the mental aspect to me is not is not enough since acting is much more important than thinking to me in this context you want to act as a good person through your uh, actions act of kindness uh, quality time um, you cannot just think about it you need to, to to my understanding you need to show to the world that you are this person through your actions because as we all know actions speak louder than words um, as cheesy as it sounds, but I think it's true. Yeah. Um, there, there, there's a need to um, to show actions. It's like um, in our notes we have we have put this uh, quote from Marcus that says, uh, "Stop arguing what a good man should be. Be one." And the be one is just like embody it, like be one through your actions. Like you don't want to speak about it, like stop thinking what a good man should be. Like just just do it. Like uh um let's involve Nike here. Like just do do what what you're supposed to do. Uh do what's right. And I think you if you have this kind of mindset, the law of attraction, let's say, um is embodied in your actions. Yeah. Um, I think you got me a bit early there because I, I agree with you on the aspect that you need to act as well. But I think 
you need to start with within before you go into the actions i think you need to believe that you're worthy mm-hmm. and then you need to start acting i think you need both i don't think yeah yeah i'm not i'm not sure how i feel about the actions speak louder than words because i think both are important yeah they, they... you know like just because for example say you're apologizing to someone and you don't say sorry but you act like you're sorry okay well the words were needed there oh, okay. so I, i think there's there's holes in that quote okay yeah. but I, i think you need both and i think both are important you need to know from within that you deserve what you're trying to achieve and then on the outside you need to act mm-hmm. that in that manner as well yeah um in in the way you expressed it you do need both both sides in that sense um because you you obviously want to believe in your own words and actions because otherwise it's just a facade let's say um of your actions yeah. uh, and thoughts but i do believe um in the fact that it's very important to act because acting and not acting actions create momentum even for your life um you know you do something and then this uh this good action has an impact on more good actions and stuff so it's much easier to gain momentum from a good act than doing nothing a good thought yeah i agree i've actually got a good anecdote for that yeah sure so um my whole life i've been a terrible runner i can't run i'll always say that i'm i'm always very pessimistic in the way i talk about running because i grew up doing weightlifting so you kind of it's hard to have both you're either a good weightlifter or you're good at cardio uh gnarly and this i think last year actually i started saying to myself okay you really need to You, you clearly want to be a runner I, I think about it all the time and when I see people running I'm like oh I wish I were them that looks so fun like they look like they're having a good time and I ran a bit last year but I didn't have the mindset I still was thinking yeah I'm not really a runner I don't think I could do that and then just over a week ago I was like okay I clearly just can't have the mindset I can't start with the mindset I need to start with the action so I've run um four and a half k and before that i've walked the four and a half k every single day so that's like nine kilometers every single day so half run half walk and i've done it every single day and today when i came home from that run i thought i am a runner Mm -hmm. like i did that there i've been doing it for a week and this is something that james clare speaks a lot about in atomic habits people are so scared to label themselves as something because they feel like They need to be an expert or they need to be amazing before they can label themselves but just start with the actions and if you're wanting to learn piano and you start playing piano you are a pianist you haven't really said if you're a good one or a bad one but you are mm-hmm. be- you are that because you're acting like one yeah and so i think um in some manners acting before thinking can be the way to go true true, true. there is a there is a like examples of both situation i would say um but i i, I am a quite a huge fan of acting first it's something that uh really puts you forward because you are actually doing something you're actually doing it whereas you can be on the couch and thinking about being a runner but <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't make you a runner <laughs> so you go and do the run yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it is true so The idea of this uh, quote, again, from this answer from Charlie Munger is that 
maybe there is some work to do on yourself first before you get into a relationship. I would I would say I felt that way personally. I I thought I can't handle my own thoughts. I can't handle my way of living. How can I be with someone? I'm just going to be a, a disturbance for them because I have mm-hmm. internally internal disturbances myself. So, yeah. It's going to have an impact on the other person, so I might as well might as well work on myself first. See where it goes and then I will think about getting into a relationship with someone because when you think about it you can take it very lightly but it can have a huge impact on the other person's life as well if you are a burden and stuff it's not good <laughs> yeah um so what do you think about the idea that before getting into a relationship where you have to think for yourself and the other you must look at yourself yeah i think um sometimes relationships just happen out of nowhere and yeah. of course you're not prepped in that sense but if you're single <laughs> single and ready to mingle no <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a relationship though that should be the first thing you do work on yourself um i think in our case kind of just came out of nowhere so i'm happy that i was in a really good place when i met you maybe yeah. that's one of the reasons that it's worked out for us because you're saying you were and I was as well in a really good place mm-hmm. before meeting you. But I, I do think if the way it normally works is people look for a relationship first before they find someone, not our way. And I completely agree. You need to make sure that one, you're comfortable with yourself. You're comfortable not having a partner mm-hmm. and you're comfortable living and you can live in your room by yourself and feel happy about who you are then you want to look at bringing someone into your life. Yeah. You know, not vice versa. Bringing someone else into your life isn't going to improve yours. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's going to point out everything you need to work on. Oh, I like that. That's good. Uh, yeah, that was actually so good. Um, I don't know why it felt very good to hear that. But I think... Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's uh, it's a sort of mirror... Because obviously the person is going to look at, let's say, the flaws or the things that are not very uh, aligned in in the other person, and um, you can I think you can feel you can feel it as uh, that your partner isn't on the right um, let's say place from mm-hmm. for, uh, in in his or her mind. So it's it's a good thing. Uh, I like that quote. <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you think you attract what you are? So if you're um, in a position where you're really mentally stable, say Mm -hmm. your work life is going great and you're very confident about that, do you think you naturally attract someone who's on the same level as you? Or do you think, no, it's completely uncorrelated? Well, it would be be pretty cool to say, oh yeah, I, I have... I'm attracting someone alike because I'm I, I've met you. Um, I think there's definitely part of luck involved um, in the situation, but I do think that eventually, if you do good, you're gonna attract good in your life. Yeah, it's just a matter. I, I'm a firm be- believer in this. Mm-hmm. I think if you have your own insecurities to work on, you end up finding someone who's 
going through a similar thing or have has an insecurity in somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, I think this is more prominent in sort of my my culture where I live because in the UK you tend to talk to someone for a long time before you get into a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So you know you can talk to multiple people, whatever. But until you you've like okay, women are this. You get to know someone, and if um, say you're not insecure in the slightest, you're really confident in yourself, and the person you're talking to is constantly yapping on about their insecurities, you're going to be like oh. Hmm. I'm not attracted to that because I, I can't relate and I think it's about relatability hmm. whereas if um, I'm trying to think of other cultures that you know you, you ask someone on a date and that's you like I know in France it's a bit more like that there was a um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I learned something the other day but I've already forgotten which country this was specific <laughs> to but it was very much like if you've asked someone out on a date you're in a relationship so you don't really know and in that sense it's probably luck yeah uh i guess it's the philippines oh okay um you know maybe in 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 this the uh day and age where you have so many ways to meet other people like you tend to go through maybe a lot of par- uh dates maybe a lot of men women whatever you pick, pick one yourself and I think it's about choice. Like you, you know when you have to swing hard or not swing at all. I think it's more important to say no many times than to say yes, and then not being committed. I think that if you know the other person is the right one or there is really something going on, like you should hundred percent go. But like going on, like one hundred dates just because it's uh like. You're like, oh yeah, maybe this one is going to work out. Like, let's see where it goes and stuff. When you don't have a a, a good feeling by default, I think it's it's like um, a waste of time. I, I would say. <laughs> I think a lot of people would argue that dating is fun. Yeah, I think there is a part I know of fun. That, yeah. yeah, in the UK, for me, it's really normal to do that because. You should be picky about who you want to spend your time with. Yeah, 100%. Um, it, I guess it is, it's just different. It depends on where you live. But all of my friends go on many dates and that's that's how it is. And you like someone on the date or you don't. You maybe see them a couple of times and decide you don't like them or you do. And that's just very much the culture. Mm-hmm. Although I think it can get toxic if you turn everyone down for the slightest thing. But that's a different, that's a different discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> For, d- for another day. Yeah, for another day. Um, so, yeah, so from your perspective, yeah, it's important to work on yourself first. Oh, absolutely. I think you don't want, like I've already said, you don't want to be stuck in your mm. insecurities and find someone and you realize that they can't solve your problems. It's yeah. only you that can solve them. That's why uh, self-awareness is important in a relationship. Like, uh, especially when you are uh you know your limits you know your uh, what you like what you don't like and i think it's mm-hmm. part of self-awareness itself like um it, it's important to know to know this because otherwise you might be surprised let's say if you run into an issue or something even personal i think that self-awareness is something very difficult as well but it it has such a positive impact to yeah. be well aware of what you like what you don't like self-awareness is Um, just so much harder in a relationship 
because um, you kind yeah. of split your time and effort a lot more in two compared to when you're by yourself and it's like you can really focus mm -hmm. on yourself. So when you're in a relationship, if you have, I don't know, insecurities, stuff going on in your life, um, it's a lot harder to solve them when you're with someone, just from my experience, compared to if you, you do mm -hmm. it by yourself. Um, I agree on that, definitely. <laughs> um, I guess we have a similar way of thinking when it yeah. comes to this kind of subject, because we are so alike regarding those um, values yeah. and ways of living, let's say. Uh, so it's very hard to disagree, let's say. I know, uh, sometimes I wish it's we could fun disagree in the podcast more. <laughs> where we disagree <laughs> with each other. I do like a debate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, um, let me conjure up an argument. No, yeah, a little debate. <laughs> Although I'm um, more different here. Argue. Thinking for um, two people is different than thinking for yourself. What What's your thoughts on this? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, well, you know, most of your life, at least when you're 20, you spent your life thinking for yourself. Uh, most of the time because you're not in a relationship i know some people get into relationships quite early but uh i don't think it's most people uh like most people don't have real long-term dates i think when you're a child it's say, a lot uh, let's put it that way. um but sometimes a lot more emotions going on because yeah, hormones, yeah puberty going up i think <laughs> until you turn 18 again generalizing you you probably haven't found the one and you're probably going to have more relationships in your life yeah um so yeah thinking for two people is different than thinking for yourself for a couple of reasons i think you have to realize that you can't make decisions just for yourself and you need to really express your thoughts feelings uh plans what you want to do um because otherwise, like, it's just, uh, you're just living with yourself and the other partner is just here with the benefits, let's say, as you guys said, uh, in the UK. Um, I I'm talking really about embracing your relationships and compounding it over many years uh, while still finding sustainability and balance yeah. in the relationship. Um it, it, it takes more work, I think, because it's kind of having self-awareness of the other. Uh, sorry, not self-awareness. Yeah, awareness of the other. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Um, that that's my way of thinking, and I don't I don't see it as a burden. I think it's very beautiful to, uh, if you have the right partner, to uh, think differently about life because you're living so for some <laughs> things in life you think about um, your way of thinking and my way of thinking my Sorry stomach keeps making noise I'm gonna cry so hard if that plays <laughs> <laughs> oh no where'd you go <laughs> sorry oh. when you were talking and obviously this is a kind of serious conversation my stomach just kept making noise it was very funny anyway as you were saying <laughs> um i actually don't remember uh, but uh, i was just saying people and the effort uh, yeah, and how it's having a beautiful thing. awareness 
Yeah, it's a beautiful thing in, in a certain way because like y- you think about parts of life for two people, which brings it a bit more spice because you have to be a bit more aware of what's going on around you. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's cool. Like uh, it it gives more perspective, more views. You have to challenge your own thinking, uh, own way of thinking. Um, so thinking for two people is tricky. Yeah, but I think I'm, it has I mean, benefits. I think it can be really difficult depending on what kind of person you are. You know, if uh, in mm-hmm. long term relationships you have a lot of discussions to have. You know, houses kids marriage future where you want to live blah 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 and you have to try and meet in the middle somehow and i think that's where a lot of problems lie because it can be really difficult to meet in the middle and you can really love someone but there can be so many uh, long-term decisions that no one's wanting to you know break onto the other side for and I think uh, it is probably one of the hardest parts of a relationship. You, you have to be selfless. You have to think about the other person. You have to meet them in the middle and you have to be aware of all of these questions that will inevitably come up. You know, if you're single your whole life, you can just mm-hmm. do what you want, live where you want. You know, you don't. You, if you don't have kids as well, same thing. Go wherever you want, do what you want. You're only thinking about yourself. But I think... The benefits of being in a relationship is that the payoff once you've made the hard decisions i think it can be a really beautiful thing yeah um you know i think that as humans humans we've come this far thanks to being together like this is why we're different from animals like because we have this ability to cooperate and to um, to uh, to go under one single belief and move forward in life and like create all of these things we have created um, mm-hmm. for the good and the bad, obviously. But um, you can find that in relationships too. When we talked about Charlie Munger and uh, Warren Buffett, like these two have been together basically for 50 years now and their relationship has compounded into, into something much bigger and they are friends they're not uh, together in, in the love relationship but i think it's the same like uh when you have these kinds of relationship whether it be friendship or love um they compound into something that is uh mm-hmm. way beyond your imagination because there is a such a deep connection between two individuals and that what that's what makes a uh, the difference in our in our lives yeah. it's the people that are around I us um, i have day. a question so the second half of the quote is mm-hmm. the best single way is to deserve a good spouse obviously these are are variables mm-hmm. but can you think of any qualities that you personally think would come in handy you know things that people should work on um as you ask the question the first thing that came to mind was listening i think listening is one of the hardest um Mm -hmm. attribute to have in a life because it's very difficult you need uh, i believe this is a skill that you can work on it's not something that is given to you or or not i mean you can be a good listener from start you have a edge but um listening 
forgetting uh, yourself for a moment and really deeply trying to understand the mm -hmm. other is a very hard skill. So another, we've been talking about listening and understanding. Is there any um, other qualities that you think are important? I would say having the sense of doing services to the other person. Um, because this week I, I, I heard something that was quite, quite important. It's much easier to give love than it is to receive. Uh, because it's something you can control. You can control doing someone a favor, helping someone, telling the other person how you feel. But it, you can't make the other person say the same for you. But one way of being loved is maybe to give love yourself in the first place. Um, and I think we go back to this idea that, yeah. um, you know, uh, like the quote said, uh, if you want to find a worthy spouse, be worthy yourself. And if you want to be loved, love someone first in the first place and do what um, uh, the acts that uh, implies in, do in doing so. So doing someone uh, someone else's service in a, in a complete act of love uh, is to me another attribute to, the, to a person that is very positive. Because uh, it shows that you want to genuinely give to the person, to the other person, and uh, you're ready not to receive uh, in return something. Um. Yeah, I think similar to what mm -hmm. you said, being vulnerable. You need to be yeah. able to open up to someone, maybe about difficulties you've had in the past that might come up in the relationship, or just being vulnerable in general. You can have a wall up if you want to have a good relationship. But um, just something when we were talking about this that I noted were, um, was when people think about, okay, I'm going to prep myself to becoming a good boyfriend, girlfriend, people tend to, um, their immediate thought is to go mm -hmm. into improving their physical appearance, thinking that that will give them a better chance. But I think it's the complete opposite. I think all of the qualities that make you a good partner, make you susceptible to receiving love is as yeah. cringe as it sounds all with, from within and anyone can have these qualities of course it depends maybe mm -hmm. you find these qualities really hard to have maybe it comes naturally to you but you know the good news is these are all qualities that anyone can have you just have to learn them whereas if you base this stance on okay I, I think my partner would want me to be six foot free with a six pack or if you're a woman like yeah. skinny waist big bum like all of that you know you, mm -hmm. you're out of luck because you either have that stuff or you don't <laughs> but the the reality is the re the way you keep someone and the way you have a spouse which to me mm -hmm. a spouse sounds like someone you actually spend your life with not just a boyfriend girlfriend is it's the qualities that come from within yeah. not how and, you look um, i completely agree with you and all the things we have talked about so far, I highly believe that there are skills you can learn. It's not something that is uh, either you, you have it or you don't. I think just like happiness, it's something you can learn. Uh, you know, little habits, little systems that make the uh, yeah. that make you uh, a better person and as a result, a better partner uh, in general. So I think maybe... You know, it's like 
Naval said, um, the first step towards becoming a, b- a better boyfriend is to believe that you can. Like, uh, it's something wi- wi- uh, within your reach of possibilities. If you if you decide to work on it, um, yeah, and it's a skill you can. You decide to to learn everything about being a, a better person and stuff. Like those are things you can actually learn and apply to your life with practical uh, ideas mm-hmm. and the concepts. Yeah, I think um, kind of going a full circle, you have mm-hmm. to believe that you deserve a good partner and you have to act Yeah, like a good partner um, yourself. I had another example yesterday by listening on a podcast. And it's like living living the living your life as if it were a movie and you are the the main character and you know you watch a movie about uh, like uh the main character and when he is on the bus on the on the bus to commute uh back from work he talks to the girl next to him nobody does that but you could have like uh, if you were to apply this idea of living uh, your life as if it were a movie you'd be like okay so now in the movie usually the main character talks to the girl next to me uh, next to him because well that's how he find he finds love so like maybe try talking more uh, more to people uh you know acting as if you were genuinely looking for it <laughs> you know that's so funny you brought up the main character thing such oh, a Gen it? Z thing to say, but I, I completely agree. I went for a phase. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole TikTok movement um, and YouTube movement as well, be- becoming the main character. And I think originally my stance on this mm-hmm. was, well, it's kind of egotistic, like kind of big-headed to be like, yeah, I'm the person that matters the most. But at the end of the day, in your bubble, there's only you. Mm-hmm. You are the main character of that bubble and... Um, so long as you don't go about your life with a big head, I think you should act like you're the main character. You should have self-confidence. You should try and go out of your way to do big things that could change your life. And I actually really like the idea of the movement now. You know, it, it reminds me of when you walk along the street and you have your phones in and you're listening yeah. to your favorite song. I, I think that that's a true... <laughs> path to happiness (laughs) walking along that street like you're Mm. you're playing your favorite song walking Um, to the beat so yes yeah i think that uh, like being a good person is a skill that we can we can learn but it doesn't it's not something it's not like a six ways on how to become a good person like it's a daily work for like a lifetime i think it's not something that you go on a website and you yeah. you, see, you see that this uh special quick course on how to be the best person in the world um you know it's it's a life where you examine what you think what you what you say what you do and you try to ask yourself the question is this right is this what a good person should do um uh, is this what a worthy uh, partner is and stuff and if it's not what did i do it like what should i do yeah. instead next time and stuff so it, it definitely demands work but just like any skill like if you want to be uh, a musician you need to work on it 
every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up a good point there about um, searching for perfection and how you can't really find it and how it, it is a daily task and mm-hmm. there are going to be days where you slip up. I know I've had days in the past where I went to bed and been like, oh, I could have texted you more or I could have said I love you one more time and it's mm-hmm. just you have to learn from your mistakes and you have to um, be accountable for them, hold yourself accountable for them, whether it's just in your head or you journal it or you tell your partner, I'm sorry, I could have done this better, but you should um, understand that you're not going to be perfect. No relationship is perfect. And yeah. it, as you said, uh, it's a like Charlie saying that at 97, he's still working on being a better person. I think we, we all should have this kind of mentality because you're never settled and you can't reach perfection and also perfection slows the process um, in general. You don't want to uh, overthink it, but it's general idea when you go to bed, if you were to ask yourself the question, was I, was I a good person today? The answer should be pretty quick. You shouldn't think too much about it. It's like either yes or no, there's no in between. And, um, yeah. and the next time, the next uh the next night you should ask yourself again the same question it's like oh i did something better than yesterday and stuff and charlie munger says uh, also you should go to bed uh a little bit wiser than you woke up um and this is all idea like if you do something yeah a little thing more a little message more a little attention more than yesterday you're being a better person <laughs> um it doesn't take yeah, a lot. Yeah, I completely like, agree. But we co- we go back to this idea of mm-hmm. awareness. Are you aware you're doing it for a purpose or not? You know. So yeah, that mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. It's a really good topic. Any, any questions or any anything to add? <laughs> no, I I think we've said everything. Yeah, I've said I, everything I, I wanted to. What about lot. you? Um, while still being general, let's say. Um, would you like to um, summarize? <laughs> Maybe a few a few things we said. Um. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I think I just summarized a couple yeah, yeah, minutes ago, exactly. though, with the circularity. Well, I don't anyway, think I'd be saying good, anything I hadn't just said. Is that um, we should all strive to be better individuals through our acts <laughs> yeah one yes. percent one day at a time law of attraction and don't <laughs> try to be a good man be one <laughs> i forget what nice. the quote is uh all right um <laughs> thank you very much for listening and as usual If you if you are still listening right now, you don't need to worry about that quality. You've already got it. Yeah, you know, it's quite you know a high retention rate you have there. Oh, you probably <laughs> fell asleep, so that's okay too. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, wiki, wiki. for listening. And uh, if you have any comments, uh, please comment down below. Give us a little review. Come on, don't be shy. Um, oh, by the way, we have a new.
we have a new thing come on tell if us you love we us hit 1000 subscriber on youtube we will do a course on relationships <laughs> on scripture um, on scripture it's just a joke i need to write that in the description and write yeah, it yeah. as a, a pinned um, highlight anyway that's a little joke see. but um Thanks for uh, listening, watching us on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>